Hello. Welcome to the Haas Lady Podcast, where I help you declutter your life and your home. Hello, Haas listeners. It is Becky, the Haas Lady, coming to you with a special, special guest. Today, we are going to talk with Ashley Lowe. She is a fitness guru. I have been following her on the Insta. And let me tell you, I am so inspired by some of the things that she posts and things that she talks about. And we have known each other briefly, but through a program where we are trying to not just better our companies and better our businesses, but just better our lives. And I think that tying those things together with being a much more, I guess, productive version of yourself, because when you see yourself in the future, how do you vision yourself and how do you want to, who do you want to become? And by changing small things in our lives, which is what I like to preach, I feel like we can accomplish so many great things. So without further ado, Ashley, please introduce yourself. Tell us all about yourself and what you love to talk about. Yes. Hi, I'm Ashley. I uh, live here in Steamboat Springs, which is a mountain town in Northern Colorado. And about maybe four four or five years ago, um, I was ready to just make some changes in my life. And that's when I really started this journey, um, which has led me to become a fitness um, coach. I help women build muscle and just feel amazing about their bodies, feel amazing inside their own skin. And um, I also happen to love organization. I won't say that I'm the best at it, but um, (laughs) my daughter and I have been watched the home edit. Oh yeah. (laughs) was such a cool way for people to see um, that it could be fun. And so my daughter who is nine is also, um, she's a Roy G Biv expert. She is my (laughs) go-to when it comes to reorganizing all of my kitchen cabinets, my closets, she loves to help. So, um, that's how I originally started listening to your podcast. And, uh, I love that. And so, um, you know, I know we'll talk more about this, but I'm in the process of building my own home gym. And so I'm excited to talk to you about how I can set up some systems uh, that will make it just a really joyful and zen place. And mm-hmm. um, hopefully your listeners will learn some from that too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love the home edit. I love the rainbow things. And you, my <laughs> listeners can't see, but my books behind me. I do have the rainbow books. My sister hates that, but that's okay. We won't, (laughs) I'm not going to call her out, but um, anyway, I love how you kept talking and referring back to systems and, and how that can bring a calmness to your life and to, you know, a peacefulness and a motivational almost way of living your life. So in in a fitness coaching like world, what would you recommend that I guess my listeners or any listeners, what would, what would be like a a perfect place to start? If you don't have any kind of home gym or a fitness routine or any kind of habits that you just fresh out of the gate, like, okay, you know what? 
I'm in my 40s. My knees, my my elbows are achy. I probably need to start doing a little bit more movement so that you know I can be more mobile as I get older. What would you recommend if I just came to you and I don't have a clue what I'm doing? What would you say? Yeah, I would say, first of all, I think, well, it definitely depends on your goals, but I would say the first thing is to do something you love. You need to Mm -hmm. find joy. And even with my clients who love to work out several days in the gym and have a more regimented routine, um, I still say you have to find time to do the things that you love, incorporate joyful movement, because if you like what you're doing, you're going to keep with it. Um, Beyond that, I would say, you know, start with the end in mind. That's what I do with all my clients, whether they're looking to get strong or they're looking for weight loss, is we start with the end in the end in mind, and then we develop a plan and a process and work on habits that are going to get them there. So it really becomes their own and helps them accomplish the goals that they're looking for in their life. Um, I think the more that you learn about what your goals are and um, that end result, then you can create a program. So if you're looking to become really strong, you want to build muscle, you're looking for mobility to improve bone health and balance. I obviously am a huge advocate of strength training, resistance training. Um, I think it's something that every woman can benefit from. And one thing that I do is I help my clients who are new to the gym or just, you know, aren't really an expert in the area because how many people really are. And I break it down into really simple steps of this is where you start. This is how you navigate a gym. Um, This is how you know how much weight you should be using. This is how you know if you are pushing hard enough, but not pushing too hard. So you are doing it safely, but also getting really effective results and being productive with the time you're spending in the gym. So um, going back to systems is I help them develop the systems that will get them from point A, where they are right now, to point B, and then also to incorporate that and make it a lifestyle that they love and Mm -hmm. uh, can incorporate into their life forever. I love that, especially when you go into it from the end result first, because that's one thing in like home organization is it's so hard for people to walk into a room that's just kind of been that catch all room that has boxes from floor to ceiling, wall to wall, and they, they just see mess. They don't see the potential of what that room could be. So to break it down and to stop and take a moment and say, if this mess wasn't here, what would you want this room to be? And that is your vision. So it's the same. I love that. Like you want yourself to be stronger. That's your vision. So you want yourself to be this room to be like the new guest room for when your family comes and they don't have to sleep on the couch, you know, and those are so parallel that I just think it's, it's so important to, like you said, to love what you do to the point where it's not a chore. Like I know people hear the word cleaning and they just like their body gets heavy and they just feel like, oh, that's the worst thing ever. Nobody, well, most people don't love to clean. But if you are just resetting your spaces and thinking about it in a way that the end result is joyful and that's the motivation. So I love that very, very much. Um, So how do you, so in your own world, like 
you, I can see you're sitting in your new home gym that's being built behind you. Looks amazing. You can't see my home gym behind me because there's a wall, but it's literally just a bike. Like we just have a bike. We have some weights and a yoga ball, that kind of thing. But it's behind me. It's out of sight. I don't look at it. I don't think about it half the time. And I would love to create a good, healthy, joyful habit, something that I I like to do when I get on the bike and I want to just get in there and just strengthen my knees. I mean, that's my big thing. So where would you tell me or how would you tell me to incorporate this into my daily routine in a way that is doable and easy and that I like it? Yeah. Well, first of all, I will say, I mean, there's the same reaction to cleaning as there is probably to get up early and go to the gym, right? Yes, absolutely. And so it's not something to be realistic. It's not something that people want to do or are looking forward to doing every day. It's over time, they develop a commitment and say, I'm going to show up no matter what. And I stop the same with resetting your home. It may not always feel fun, but it's part of your routine and your system that makes you feel better. And so you just show up and you do it. Um, But in terms of making a space that's really welcoming, keeps it top of mind and brings you um, just that positive energy. Some of the things that I've done because, so I started in my master bedroom with my Peloton bike and some weights. Um, Over time, I added more dumbbells and weights that I needed, a pull-up bar, resistance bands, things like that. Until I got to a point where I outgrew the equipment I had and it made more sense to go to the gym. It also made sense to go and have that social interaction at the gym. After COVID, I was really excited just to get out and (laughs) talk to people and have built, you know, a community of people there that I see every day. And now here I am coming back to my home gym. So I'm thinking along the lines of you is how do I make this just feel really good and welcoming and be somewhere I want to come and spend time every day? And so I think it's at the very, um, the most basic level, it's how can it be a very like clean and bright and um, streamlined space? So if you have Mm -hmm. a space that's a catch-all and it's also like you have the bed that's piled up with clothes you no longer wear or clutter around, it's not going to feel welcoming, right? It's just like your clients for any space in their home, everything has to have a purpose. So for a workout room, I've... I am being very intentional this go round about, I want it to feel light and airy. I want it to be um, just no extra stuff. I want it to be very comfortable. So thinking about how can I incorporate a fan that will keep it really (laughs) cool and not be something that I'm always having to move around. Um, And even down to like other sensory things, like how do I want it to smell? I love to have whether it's candles or different air fresheners that bring me the energy or the peace and the calm that I want. Um, Music is really important. So it's just kind of setting that mood and making it into your own haven that will inspire either the energy or the Zen that you're looking for that day. Um, And then I also think back to systems again, how do you organize everything in there? So it's, you're reducing friction. You're making it so easy when you come in to find exactly what you want 
no excuses not to do something because it's hard to unpack. You have to move something out of the way. It's like, (laughs) you know, I have a bench that folds up, but it's on wheels. So I can just pull it out, pop it up and it'll go. Mm -hmm. Everything else will have a very easy place and be easy to set up and have plenty of room to move around me. So that what you were just saying is like having to move things out of the way just to get to the bike. So like if, if you have like a treadmill or like we have the bike, I know so many people who do put it in their master bedroom because they think, okay, this is the first thing I'm going to see in the morning. It's going to be, you know, so easy to get on. Next thing you know, you've got clothes hanging off of it, wet towels drying on the back of it. And it's completely buried and you think, well, you know, I'll clean it up on Sunday on my cleaning day or whatever. And then it just starts back over on Monday. So such a good point. And that's kind of one of those things where you have to, you know, you see the bike, you're, you've gotten into the habit of just throwing your clothes over the top of it. It's that catching yourself. No, 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 no. We don't do that anymore. This is what we're going to do. We're going to actually take it to the closet or put it in the laundry or whatever we're going to do. We're not going to use the bike or the treadmill as that catch-all space. Not anymore. And so it really, even if you don't have the luxury of having like a whole home gym, but because we do have a bed and a desk and a TV. And that's where, you know, it's kind of a guest room. So we have the bike in there. It's not a gym area and there is friction to get in there. Cause you know, let's say we have a guest over and you're not going to go in there and work out when they're sleeping. So I guess I really didn't have a point to there. <laughs> I was just saying, no, like, that's I'm my issue. <laughs> I'm sitting here nodding and laughing because when I got the Peloton, my husband would always joke and say, oh yeah, that's your new, um, that's your new like closet rod. That's where you're going to be. <laughs> so I was bound and determined to prove him wrong. Um, and, but I think there are things that you can do to reduce that friction because I worked out in my bedroom for a very long time. Um, so simple things that you may not think about And I have tried to anticipate for my clients and I put together a free checklist for items to set up your home gym of things that are really easy, um, that are compact and easy to store. So like a set of resistance bands that can be packed into a little bag and Mm -hmm. hang on your treadmill, easy to move around, um, weights on a um, stacked shelf that can just be against your wall. So they're not taking up floor space and you're not tripping over them. Um, Some things that people don't think about, like when I work out with my clients, I am an online coach. So I am having them look at an app and then upload their form videos into the app so I can critique them and help them improve. And so something that holds your cell phone to where it can video you. So it can be something that clips onto your bike or your treadmill or sets up on your dresser. Um, Having a mirror, I found a really cool mirror that's heavy enough that it can just lean against the wall and be very stable, but light enough I can move it around so I can see my form. Um, So just things like that. And back to the fan, I found a fan that would clip on. And then if I didn't want it, I could just very easily move it. So I think it's thinking ahead to like, how, and some things you just won't know until you work in it for a little while, Mm -hmm. but 
don't be afraid to invest in those things for yourself to improve that experience because you'll be so much more successful if it's a space that's easy to move in, easy to work in and makes you feel good. Yeah, I agree so, so much. I think with the resistance bands and things that are like, you know, things that you could easily put into a drawer so that if it is in your bedroom, you may not want to have a bunch of stuff like you were saying in the floor and taking up space, but you could easily put those kinds of things away in a drawer. Um, it's talking about the camera. I actually found this morning and maybe I saw it on TikTok, but whatever, I went and Googled it. It's a little camera stand that you put on and it has a sensor in the bottom of it. So it's kind of like your Zoom calls or your FaceTime calls where it follows you. Oh, cool. So you can actually put your phone in there. And if you need to like get out of the frame for a second, it'll follow you over and take, you know, take the pictures side by side or whatever. I'm super excited. I went ahead and ordered it because, you know, I do a lot of that when I'm making videos to, you know, when I'm doing someone's house or whatever, and I'm constantly moving the tripod everywhere. And you're right. That's a friction point. And I get to the point where it's like videoing my sessions is so much work that I just don't even want to do it anymore. I'd rather just focus on the job itself and not worry about it. You know what I mean? So sorry, that's complete sidebar, but yes, those are the little things that we don't think about the little, the mirror and the camera and things like that. So where can we get your list that you have that this checklist yeah. And I think that I'm going to need to add that camera to it. So okay, camera stand. So send that to me. Cause that's, I'll put really the, awesome. yeah, I'll put the link in the, in the show notes, because cool. I think everyone would benefit from that one, but yeah. yeah, I'm always on the lookout for things like that. That'll help you both in the gym and your home gym. Um, so I've put together this list. It's the ultimate guide to home gym essentials, and I've broken it out into three different sections. So if you are a beginner and you just want the basic essentials, you can find those, but I've also added a couple different sections. So there's one that's kind of like a middle tier. You're ready to amp it up a little bit. And then the third tier is where I'm at right now and wanting to really build out a home gym because this is what I'm doing um, for fun and for life. And so mm-hmm. I want to make it really awesome. And um, so I've included all the links to my favorite things and you can find that at Ashley Boyden Lau. Um, .com. On the homepage, you'll see a link in bright pink at the top of the page. You can download it for free. And I encourage people to hit me up on Instagram too. If you have any questions about equipment that you have or that you're looking for, um, things that you know you want to make it super user-friendly, you can always DM me. I'm at LiftingLow on Instagram. That's lifting L-O-W-E on Instagram. Awesome. That is so cool. I, that's one reason why, and I don't know that my listeners know this yet, but I had surgery last week. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do the surgery. It was so that I can start lifting again. And, you know, I really want to strengthen my arms. I just feel like I haven't been able to do that. And there's so many, not so many obstacles, but so many times people will come up with obstacles that, you know, put, they, they get in their mind that they just can't do certain things mm-hmm. and they, they can't do the the heavy lifting or the squats or the whatever. So if it's a very basic beginning step to get just the resistance bands and just the, you know, five minute walk a day and those kinds of things is so beneficial because it does 
snowball. And it's kind of like, you know, kind of pulling that back into decluttering. You think you're just getting rid of one thing, but if you get rid of one thing every single day, you're, you're purging to the point where it's easy. It's not daunting, but it snowballs to the point where at the end of the year, you know, you've gotten rid of a significant amount of things. Um, and not just purging, but if you spend five minutes a day just resetting your kitchen before you go to bed or, you know, anything like that, and you build those habits, just like if you spent five minutes a day doing a quick walk or doing some squats or turning on your television in the guest room to put on the bike and, you know, watch your favorite TV show while you're pedaling, you know? So I love yeah. that. That reminds me of atomic habits and just that saying that small changes compound over time, right? Mm -hmm. And I know that our coach for the program that we're in together always says 1% changes, right? Yeah. 1% change can you make? And if it starts by you um, walking on the treadmill for five or 10 minutes, watching your favorite show, awesome. You're moving, Mm -hmm. made a step in the right direction. And that's the way that you know, I believe that's the way that women will be successful, especially when they're starting out, if they start small and then build upon that. Because even though, I mean, I would say going from zero to one is probably the hardest change you'll make, right? But then anything beyond that, one to two is a little bit easier. Step two to three is even easier. You start to feel better. You start to want more. And I love to show clients like, how to do things to start getting some quick results and feel really good. Because as you know, like building muscle takes time. So -hmm. you're not going to see a whole physical transformation in a month and three months. Usually it takes six months to a year to see big changes. And um, I think if you can start to have some little wins in the beginning and really enjoy the process then you're going to be far more successful. But I love what you said. I mean, I have had times where, you know, either after a surgery or after being sick, it's like, I'm just going to go sit on my bike and I am going to play something on Netflix and just move my feet. Mm-hmm. And that was my zero to one. And then yeah. after it was easier to get back into it just a little bit at a time. And so I love that starting you know, where you're at and then figure out where we can go from there. And the, you know, I've been working with people who I would say the most of my clients are either about to turn 40 or about to turn 50, mm-hmm. but I've also worked with somebody in their seventies and it's, it just is so inspiring to know you can start anytime. Mm-hmm. It's not something, you know, I think you were talking about some of the doubts or like, it seems like it's a big hill to climb, but anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of starting where you're at. Yeah. It's, it's all about, like you said, at the very beginning, you look at where you want to be. What do you want your end result to be? What do you want your goal as your, as a person, who do you want to be one year from now? And that may seem so impossible to envision, But if you can't just envision that, how can you make, who do you want to be tomorrow? Who do you want to be in 30 minutes? And that will get you up and moving. You can be a strong person. You can be a business owner. You can be a completely organized, tidy person. 
You can be someone who eats extremely healthy and has so much energy. You can be anything you want to be. You don't have to do it all today. You just have to do little tiny bits over and over and over and over again. And then you look back and you're like, holy cow, I have come so far. So right. Right. I never imagined that I would be here. I never in a million years thought that I would be a coach or in the fitness industry. This is not something that I dreamed of in my past life. I owned a public relations firm, which I closed about a year ago, year and a half ago. And Mm -hmm. I was in uh, the ski industry and in public relations. And I uh, decided that I wanted to become more of a stay-at-home mom. But my own journey, I became so passionate and just a voracious consumer of podcasts and information. And I just found myself always with uh, my earbuds in listening and trying to learn more. And I thought, you know, people started asking me questions. I thought, why don't I pass this on? I may not be, you know, I don't know. I, I may not have as much experience as all of my coaches have, but I have my experience that I think is really relatable to other people. And I never would have been here had I not started by buying a bike, by mm-hmm. joining a weight loss program. I didn't mm-hmm. expect that to change my life in other ways. I just, you know, I think a lot of times we think about these big lofty goals that we want for change, but I just wanted to be able to wear a bikini. I wanted to be able to run around with my kids in the yard and not get tired. Mm -hmm. I had some very aesthetic goals. Like I just, you know, I want to just look better, but I also wanted to feel better, but there was no grand goal. And here I am now teaching other people what I've learned and how to achieve their goals. And there's a big variety. I would say a lot of women do just want to look better. And then some women, (laughs) I think we talked about this earlier before we started recording, but just want to be able to move things on their own. They want to be more independent. Mm -hmm. If they're making over their closet, they want to be able to get that big bin off the top shelf and move it on their own without having to call their husband or somebody in for help. You know, absolutely. Yeah. There's a variety of goals and it's really awesome to be able to work with a woman and say, all right, from that endpoint and what you want to accomplish, let's figure out how you need to strengthen yourself or how you need to become more mobile. Are there changes to your nutrition or is it a matter of just, you know, getting into the gym and being comfortable? Um, Mm -hmm. and so I don't know, it's been really, it's been really cool to see like this transformation and now kind of pass it on to others. I'm sure you've experienced something similar in your coaching business. Oh yeah. Just that. I think we get in such a rut. Sometimes we get complacent or we feel like, well, we're just not, we get this identity of, well, I'm just not a a strong person. I'm just not an exerciser. I am not good at fitness. I am, I am like, I'm cluttered. I am a, a hoarder. I like, you know, to keep things. I'm really bad at this. And we never stop to question those identities and we never stop to think, well, is that true? Or is this just something I've been telling myself for years? Yeah. Because all of that's in your head, 100%. You know, yeah. even if someone else has told you it's in their head, but now it's in yours. Like you've got to just make your life the way you want it and anything is possible. I love that you were able to just start this whole new 
life for yourself and you know you're a coach now and you're doing something to help others and it just you're so fulfilled and all of that came from a weight loss program because you know you just wanted to wear a bikini and look at you you're like teaching and helping women be such a better version of themselves that's going to carry over for generations where you know it's just I love what we do. So I just, I just needed to say that, but yeah. Well, and I think that's my big goal now is to inspire this generational change by teaching women how to build muscle, how to focus on getting strong instead of skinny and how to pass on this new mindset to the next generation. So mm-hmm. one of the biggest uh, gifts for me is seeing my kids now just wanting to work out. My daughter is focused on getting stronger for dance, not about fitting into a smaller leotard, right? They ask me questions about, well, mom, is this something that you, I, I never try and talk about good or bad foods. I am very much like you can eat whatever you want. Let's just figure out how to fuel your body. I'm very um, neutral on things like that, but they will say, mom, is this a good food for me to have right now? And we'll have conversations about things like let's actually, before I got on here with you, I was saying, remind me, we need to have a really good nutritious lunch because you guys both have activities this afternoon. My son has trampoline camp and then he has a double header baseball game. I want to make sure you are fed really well before we leave, because I don't know when you're going to get a chance to have a snack. Don't let me forget. (laughs) um, But we have those conversations now. And a lot of times they initiate them. And it's so cool just to see this change. And I think we're always trying to do better than how we were taught growing up. Mm -hmm. And my mom was incredible in terms of trying to give us balanced meals. But there's always baggage we get from parents and from older generations. And we're just trying to do better. And so now that I am a coach, having that goal of inspiring this generational change is just really cool. And it takes it to a whole nother level. And, you know, I think the other thing is clients don't necessarily come to us with that big lifestyle change in mind. I don't think they Mm -hmm. have a problem and they want it solved. And then it's like a benefit that they get along the way. So yes. when I'm talking to my clients about what they are going to get. I'm not really telling them about the mindset shift right up front. Yeah, that's part of it. But it's like, sure, you want to be able to, uh, you know, do a bench press and you want to learn how to squat with proper form and you want to wear a swimsuit without wearing a towel when you walk around the pool. Awesome. And then as we're working together, the feedback that I get, and I'm sure you do the same, it's like, wow, I had no idea how much my life would change in other ways. I had no idea how I would feel differently about myself or how my family would start doing things differently, like having family dinner together, or my husband would want to start coming to the gym with me, or I I mean, the the possibilities are endless, but I think that's Mm -hmm. really cool is that that's not what people are necessarily looking for, but as coaches, that's what we help them figure out. Right. Yeah. I love it. I, I do. Well, Ashley, I could just sit here and talk to you forever. But uh, as it is, I do need to go. <laughs> but again, tell everybody again what your um, um, Instagram and all of that stuff and where to get your, you know, get all the fun things that you offer. 
Yes, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at lifting Lao. That's L O W E and feel free to DM me any questions. I also have my free guide to home gym essentials that you can find on my website, which is ashleyboydenlau.com, big pink bar right up top. And then this fall, I'll be launching a new program, which is called Cardio Bunny to Gym Shark in 12 Weeks. I have a wait list on my website, or you can sign up for one-on-one coaching there. But my mission is to get more women you know, out of that cardio section of the gym on the equipment and into the gym floor where they can learn to build muscle as well. Yeah. Just be stronger. Just be the best version of yourself possible. All right. I love it. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for being here. And to all the listeners out there, thank you for being here. If you've loved what Ashley has shared today, which I do, please give her a follow. Please look at her accounts and um, look, check out her website. Um, if you would like to work with me, I am offering online decluttering sessions and you can find all of that information at thehoslady.com. And I guess that's it. So I will go ahead and say goodbye, Ashley. Thank you so much for being here. And until next time, we'll see y'all later. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to my Host Lady podcast. My name is Becky and I cannot wait to share more ideas with you to help you get your environment and your mind to a more organized space. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one, visit my website at thehostlady.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave me a review and share with your friends. Until next time, let's get to it.